Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And how the Redskins defense dominated them. Man, it was really refreshing. Yet, as always, there's something crappy that happened as well. This is much more live with Aaron Justin John. Yeah. How come every time something good happens for the Redskins, something really bad happens to, to even? Dude, down? we're cursed. For Every some reason, time. it seems like we're cursed. Ever since Joe Gibbs left in 1992, the first time. Yeah, I almost Master. cried on that day. Yeah. I might have. You probably did. I was like 15. I think I was like, in what? 1992, what? you were probably 16. I was like, no. No. Yeah, and it was in the playoffs, right? After the playoff loss to the 49ers? I don't remember. I think so. I just remember. And, they, and then I think they went on to lose to Dallas or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say anything for certain because I'm going to get yelled at by people on Twitter, which is bringing up something that we're going to do a little bit later in the show today for the first time is corrections for things that we uh, screwed up, such as talking about JJ. Last podcast, we had a couple guys tweet in um, that we were talking about the wrong JJ in the supplemental draft. So we'll get back to that. Aaron, I thought you would have been able to uh, uh, get that right and uh, tell me that I was wrong about that because that was JJ number one was your dog. Now JJ number two is your dog. Where did Jarvis Jenkins come out from? Clemson? Clemson, where the N stands for knowledge. Yeah, you're talking about the other guy that came from Kentucky. Jeremy Jarman. Yeah, dude. Yeah, well, you got those guys mixed up. We did. Oh, oh, and by the way, uh, I guess we should say welcome to Harry Hog episode, Harry Hog football episode number three sixty nine, dudes. Yep, as in number three hundred and sixty nine, dudes. As Aaron searches for the sound clip, I wasn't. Even, oh wait, dude, I was so out of it, I wasn't even searching for the sound clip. Oh, dude, I don't you have the sixty nine sound clip anymore. Excellent. I have that one though. <laughs> Sweet. Um, oh, by the way, dude, where's Josh? Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my. Josh. <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. You guys knew it was too good to be true. Josh has done like two episodes in a row. You knew he wasn't going to show up this week. Oh, man. Dudes, never mind. We won't do it Tuesday. We won't do it Tuesday. And fair enough, I wasn't able to do it Tuesday. Then I was then I was like, well, you guys will have to do it without me because it's my wife's birthday. Who said that, dude? I said that. And then Josh was like, no, Thursday is much better for me. I've got to go to my son's soccer game Tuesday. I called Apparently it. they play at night. I called it. Yeah, no, we called it. So in any event, dudes, I don't know. Josh texted me his game ball and kicked, kicking the balls. So I'm not going to reveal those until the second half of the show. He texted them to you? He just texted like them to you. Like you're going to read now. the real ones. You know you're going to give his game ball to Bakari Rambo and his kick in the balls award to Ryan Kerrigan. Dude, how did you know? 
<laughs> How did you know? I don't know. Anyway, uh, what a bittersweet victory for the Washington Redskins. Dude, I've never been so depressed about a blowout victory in my entire life. I know. I keep- and I wasn't even, and I was like the RG3 detractor that didn't want the trade in the first place. No. But man, how crappy was that? And Aaron, as you said, you, were, you said, dang it, and probably some more superlatives uh, than that. And you said, just when he was starting to get into a rhythm, and they were rolling him out and doing a... Look, uh, I was proud of Jay Gruden, because the thing I was saying all on last podcast and last week, and before last week, was all they need to do is come out and let him run it one time. Even if he doesn't get it very far, just let him run one time and slide it. Slide, and then... That's it. They have to respect him the whole rest of the game. And he mm-hmm. ran it two times in the beginning, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think, think for like so. 10 yards each time. I think he got first downs both times he ran it, except for the time he got sacked. But, um, you know, and that was pretty much exactly what I wanted to happen. And I was getting all pumped up. And then he was mm-hmm. pretty accurate with all those passes. That one to Deshaun Jackson way down the field that Deshaun really caught, and they said – it got overturned or whatever. That they overruled it when it really was a touchdown? Yeah. yeah. No, not a touchdown, but a catch, a completed catch. I mean, that was right there. I mean, his passing was accurate, really accurate. He wasn't overthrowing or underthrowing people like he was mm-hmm. last year at all. And then he looked, yeah, he looked much, much better. And they were using him more intelligently and letting him move around. And then what happens? A freak injury landing on an ankle wrong. It looked like a damn racehorse, like doing the slow motion and watching him from behind, like his legs. He looked like a racehorse on a grass racetrack, like in slow-mo, in stunning high definition. And the racehorse just broke its leg. Well, the good news is, supposedly, unless you've heard anything since then, that there was no fractures with this dislocated ankle. Yeah, which yeah, that's what it sounds like. a very rare thing, they say. Yeah, which, which is awesome. I don't, Josh, you have the injury uh, report. What, what's going on with that? Oh, yeah. You said that, dude. Yeah. So, in any, in any event, um, yeah, that's what the word is. They're saying that he's going to have this cast on his ankle for 10 days or so, and then they're going to go back and uh, take a look, reevaluate at that time. But the MRI didn't show anything. Yeah, yeah. It's so, so weird, too, because the guy that sits right across from my cubicle at work, like a month ago, he dislocated his ankle playing hockey like the same exact injury he was he comes yeah. in he comes in on crutches the other day and he goes my condolences dude before we heard anything and i was and then he was telling me about his injury and he was like yeah um he's gonna be done for the season if he fractured anything and he probably did so but you know what and he was also the guy was like i don't know why they couldn't have just told him right there because when i went to the doctor they x-rayed it and then they just told me <laughs> he was like, you know, they have. He was like, you know, they have more sophisticated equipment at FedEx Field than they do at my doctor's office. Dude, you'd think, but you I think know. they did tell. I think they did know because he was so upbeat in that post game conference. You know, like not I, you're done for the season. He was like, yeah, well, you know, I'm gonna get back as fast as I can. Stuff yeah, like man, it it just sucks. I feel so bad for him to come back. You know, it's it's not like he's not trying. I know. It's what did he do wrong? Nothing. And then I, I'm tired of hearing all these people like 
cutting on him and stuff. It's like all the dude did was try his hardest to play football, and then he gets injured. I mean, it's not his fault. And you're going to cut on him like you play football. Like you could do it. Like you could have come back from a knee surgery. Oh, I never could have done that, but I'll still cut on him because I think it's too damn fragile to make a difference. So far, my prediction on RG3 has become oh so true. I think it was just a freak thing. Well, the last injury wasn't a freak thing. That was because Shanahan was getting him killed. Yeah, yeah, true. But it probably was one of those that eventually was going to happen no matter what. I, you know, we're see, We've seen flashes of just brilliant, brilliant athletic football and a lot of injuries. And so far, that's, that, that's been it. And he got us an NFC East title. And you can still buy your T-shirts for only $35. Yeah, he did. His rookie year. Yeah, after we finished last like four years in a row, five years in a row, and last year again. Dude, the only thing that's going to save us this year is the defense. Oh, the defense. All right, look, I know it's against Jacksonville. Jacksonville is bad. Holy crap, they suck. There's been reports that a lot of the players on the team are upset that Chad Henney is in there instead of Blake Bortles. But, dude, if I was the coach, I wouldn't put Blake Bortles, my rookie quarterback, in there. He's going to get killed, too. That sacks. offensive line is terrible. Dude, they were oh like my a God. They're, the offensive line is offensive, dude. Dude, it was like watching a college game against like a, a powerhouse against some scrub team, especially with the defense. The front seven just pounding in there over and over. Dude, even, even Jason Hatcher got one and a half sacks on the day. What's He's his total for the season it. now? His total for the season is officially one and a half. He had no sacks the first game. Yep, I'm still right on target. <laughs> okay, dude. dude. What is it you have to do if he has what, more than four, did you say? I don't even remember, and I'm sure Josh doesn't remember, and he's going to be too lazy to go back and listen to the podcast. He'll make something up, like like you have to wear some Cowboys girls like rhinestone shirt or something. Extra small. Well, he can pull it out of his drawer because I know he's got one in his house. but anyway I can't believe he's going to give his game ball to Bakari Rambo Uh, yeah let's talk about the defense for a second before we get back onto the offense and what we think is going to happen going forward well Um, the defense I have to say this and I rewatched the game the other day and I'm pretty sure that if you take away two bad plays by you know who number twenty four, and I don't mean Sean Springs, Sean Springs <laughs> or Champ Bailey, right? Then I'm pretty sure the Jaguars were very close to having zero yards of total offense in the entire first half, thanks mostly to the defense not giving up yards, but also the negative. I guess is it negative uh, rushing or negative passing yards when you get a sack? Negative rushing yards. It's rushing yards, yeah. Yeah, so the negative rushing yards from that. I mean, let's 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 face the facts. How didn't Bakari Rambo this time give up a seventy-two yard touchdown? I do believe so. That was to that Mercedes Lewis guy. Yeah, and I think they only had like I don't have the stats, but it was right around a hundred or less in the first half total offense, and. There's also the play that a lot of people probably didn't notice because it wasn't quite as egregious, but it was to me because I keep an eye on Bacardi Rambo, how bad he is. <laughs> there was one play, if you'll remember, that Chad Henney like, rolled out to his left, 
and he ran for a first down, a key first down. Yeah. In fact, Chad Henney, I think, on that play had more yards than their running back. Uh, <laughs> what's his face had the whole game. I was going to say MJD, but it's, I think it's Toby Gerhardt as their starter yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on that play, um, uh, Bacardi Rambo was responsible for coming up there and making that play, and he took a hugely bad angle. Dude needs to go back to geometry class before he gets back <laughs> on the football field. Somebody on Twitter was like, man, he must be drunk taking that angle because that is ridiculous. That angle that he took on that 72 yards, he wasn't even close. He was like off by five yards. I know, dude. I know. Well, what it's it's Hold just on. so <laughs> Dude, I was I was about to get there. I was about to get there. I've been warming up the bus. Warming it up. Womp, as Z used to say about the diesel. Warming it up, baby, because you know, you know I've been waiting you to yell this for a long time. You know what it is? It is cut for Car Rambo. You are so Cut! Ah! You are a loser, sir. Cut! Cut! I can't wait. And you know what's great about it? We're not going to see him play for another NFL team ever because he's terrible. He's horrible. We said in the second half, Aaron and I were on the phone watching the game. I believe I said... Dude, he's worse than Daryl Pounds. Well, he got benched at halftime, and I don't even know who that dude is. They put in for him, but he had a pick. Was it Ohi Nacho? No, it was that Trenton Robinson dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did he Let me come see if from? I can look it up. I'm doing double duty. All Chip I know is he came in and had a pick. A pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, who is that guy? It's not Bakari Rambo, because he took an angle good enough to get an interception. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, it should have been pretty easy, too, with Chad Henney running around like like a damn chicken with his head cut off back there. Oh, he was getting so much pressure. Chet Baker was destroying people. Chet Baker? Dude, when they were like, Chet Baker's going to move to the nose, I'm like, uh, the first thing I thought was, Chet Baker's not already in the nose tackle? He's uh, He was pumped about it, too, because he was talking in that interview of Masson about how it's his normal position, or CSN, sorry. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, half the time we're doing a 4-3, and half the time we're doing a 3-4 anyway. So if you're lining up, you know, you're you're kind of a nose, or you're just like a defensive tackle. Do you, you know, do you, it's... Do you remember that one time, like, when they were coming back from commercial, and he was just standing there dancing for, like, 30 seconds? <laughs> he was pumped, dude. He was wreaking some havoc. On those running he, backs. He was killing it out there. The whole defensive line, Hatcher, Kerrigan, I think, ended up with four yeah, sacks four, on the he had day. He two in a row. Yeah, it, it was just unbelievable. Like, everyone was getting in on it. Hatcher it, had one, I think. Arakpo was almost in. He Arakpo was actually causing some of those. I don't know if you've noticed. All of them were caught. If they weren't making the tackle or weren't making the sack, they were still in there like, I mean, it, everyone was just wreaking havoc. There was one point. This was a quote that was in the uh, in the Washington Post. It was from an uh, article by Liz Clark talking about Jason Hatcher and how the Redskins are happy with him so far. And I'm, I'm going to read this this paragraph right here because I loved this part. It says, D'Angelo Hall is saying, quote, he has been nothing but a machine. Guys getting lined up, guys getting attitude, getting that attitude out there that we can rush three or four. There was a time in the game when Haz called the blitz and Hatcher was like, look, man, we don't need that. We're going to rush these four and we're going to get home. Sure <laughs> enough. And then he says, sure enough, man, 10 sacks later. 
We don't. So basically, that. at one point, Jim Haslett calls the blitz, called a blitz, and Hatcher's like, "No, dude, we don't even need a blitz." Yeah, because they were right. destroying them. Because Chet, yeah. Chet Baker, yeah. all of them. Murphy all was them. almost in there a couple times. Uh, Jarvis was in there too, man. And uh, who was the other dude that got? Did Jumpy Gathers get a sack? All right, I'm looking it up right now. Let's see. The, here, do, would you like the entire sack total for I the game? I hear here? about all those big sacks. All right, Trenton Robinson was the only interception, like you said. Um, I didn't even know he was on the team. Yeah. <laughs> what number is he wearing? 46B. And let's see. Ryan Clark had half a sack. Jason Hatcher. Oh, according to this, see, I'm going to have to go to NFL.com and look this back up because this is saying Jason Hatcher ended up with two and a half There's while the no Washington way. Post – is saying that he had one and a half. Yeah, um, I'm going with that one. Of course you are. And let's see, yeah, let's see here. We'll have everything else. Uh, Arakpo half a sack. I know he shared one with Hatcher. Um, Keenan Robinson had a half. Frank Curse had one. Yeah, I didn't even know he was on the team. And then, and then, uh, uh, Ryan Kerrigan had four. Ryan Kerrigan was tearing it up, dude. He he is, I think, usurped Brian Arakpo as the number one end slash outside linebacker that we have. I don't I don't think it's I think this is the year where he's really taken that over. I wouldn't, it's I gotta wouldn't be. be surprised at all if Brian Arakpo is not back next season. With that yeah. Murphy guy waiting in the wings. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me either. It depends on what the budget looks like. So we still got a lot of holes to fill on this team, like it's safety. Yeah. <laughs> Because we know we've got Brandon Merriweather for at least one defensive series. Right, right, before he does something stupid. He gets kicked out. He's like, oh, I don't know how to hit. All right, I'm looking up. I'm still looking up. I'm moving my way through. See, NFL.com sent you to Redskins.com, and we know we can't trust what they say on there, but let's see if I can. He'll be like, he had 12 sacks in the game. It'll say something like it'll say something like Michael Westbrook is is injured for the next game or something. Yeah, it's like Redskins wave Michael. All Westbrook right, on September twelfth. I'm trying to look. Here we go. I look at the stats, the scoring summary, and it comes up like without everything I need. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Sacks. Jason Hatcher was credited with two and a half sacks. There's no way. Dude, Aaron, you're in trouble. Or, or season, everyone is wrong. This is for the game. Okay. I thought he had two and a half for the game, too. I was surprised when I saw that on the Washington Post. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I thought Perry I Riley Jr. had at least one or a half of one. <laughs> Maybe he had two or three. Oh, uh, let's see. It's yeah. really refreshing yep. to see ten sacks. I can't remember the last time we had more than two or three. I think. Okay, now okay, this is different. Now I'm looking at it. Jason Hatcher on the Washington Post. It has changed since I looked at it this afternoon. I'm not kidding. And Perry Riley, according to this one, had a sack. Mm-hmm. I remember, but they're saying it was for eight yards as well as Frank Curse, mm-hmm. Ryan Clark with a half, Arakpo with a half. Hatcher with two and a half, Kerrigan with four, and Keenan Robinson. Does that make eight or ten? It's four, four and a half, seven. I know there was ten because I counted them personally. And they said it on the on the uh, game too. Well, you can't trust what Larry Michael says. 
I wasn't listening to him. Who were we oh, listening to? Oh, Solomon oh, Wilcott. We were listening to Solomon Wilcott. Dun, 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 dun. Dude, we basically lay a smackdown on them like the Patriots did to us a few years ago. Dude, it was pretty brutal. It it's should like, have it, been 41 to 3. It should have been. But you know who? The guy we don't even have to mention anymore. The one guy who I will admit maybe is the only defensive back that's ever started a game that was worse than Daryl effing Pounds. Bakari Rambo. Bakari He's responsible Rambo. for every touchdown scored against <laughs> the Redskins this season. I'm serious. Son! Except for oh, the block goodness. punt. He wasn't responsible for that one. Yeah. Okay. Every offensive touchdown he was responsible for. You want to you want to have some more uh, numbers on how absolutely dominant uh, we were the defense was against the Kitty Cats? Sure. Total yards one hundred and forty eight. Total rushing yards twenty five. Twenty five and 25. ten of them. At least ten of them were on Bakari Rambo. Well, t- well, the passing yards was one hundred and twenty three, and so we know that one long one to Mercedes Lewis seventy two. Was that his only catch? Yeah, he had two catches for seventy-one yards, but one, that one was like seventy. I want to say the other catch might have been like a little bubble or something. I think out the other there one was didn't a do minus anything. a yard. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah, because that one was seventy-two. So yeah, you yeah. subtract that, and then like the twelve-yard run by Henny, and you're up to like eighty-four yards of total offense yeah. responsible to Bakari <laughs> Rambo, and there could be more, but those are the two plays that I noticed. He is so absolutely out of his league. He was so bad. I don't, I don't know. Glasses. I don't know. Maybe he has a problem with depth of field or something. I think it just sucks. Glasses aren't going to change how you need to like redo your uh, your geometric angles on the field. <laughs> geometry <laughs> class might help him a little bit. I have a feeling he didn't get it. to geometry class. <laughs> I'm just saying. I have a feeling that, well... This is all I have to say about it. Cut! And in case you guys didn't hear, we've been alluding to it. He was cut on Tuesday. Yes, sir. So there you go. Just like that's that's why I'm liking Jay Gruden so far. Two reasons. One, we called for Bakari Rambo to be cut. And two, we called for RG3 to at least run that read option one time. It's like he listens to our podcast. And, and number and three, run the ball more. And run the ball more. Don't give up on the run when the run is successful. And they did. I want to say that. I want to say that. Um, what's his face? Alfred Morris had the ball at least twenty-five times this game. Um, I remember he had or like eighty-five two, yards or something. Did he have two touchdowns? Yeah, and he almost had. Th- he would have had three if Trent Williams didn't get that <laughs> that whatever penalty that knocked him back fifteen yards at the goal line. Yeah, he he carried 36 times for 176 yards. That's almost five yards of carry. Not him, the team. Alfred Morris. No, Alfred Morris didn't carry it that many times, dude. Yeah, he did. I think you're looking at the team stat. No, I'm not. Alfred Morris did not have 176-yard rushing. Unless that's a season stat. Maybe it's the season stat. I think. Dude. All right, now, see, I, I'm contrasting and comparing between Redskins.com and the Washington Post. And for good measure, I've even brought up Yahoo to see exactly what kind of numbers we can find on these these uh, 
Yahoos. These Yahoos. Um, according to the Redskins.com, Alfred Morris ran 36 times for 176 yards. <laughs> no, he didn't. Yeah, I, I think. Let me see. And according to the Washington Post, he ran 22 times for 85 yards. That's closer to it. According to Yahoo, he ran 22 times for 85 yards and two touchdowns. That's the so, one I'm going with. All right, I, I am close. I am hereby closing the Redskins.com. <laughs> Unless that's because <laughs> you know we should have known it's not. It's by game. Well, it's totally by game. They're not too bright then. Not too bright, Ross. So okay, well, there you go. Yep, twenty-two times over twenty, eighty-five yards. But we also ran the ball more than that because he Lou had, had a bunch of carries and Silas Red. Silas my dog, Red. Had a bunch of yeah. carries and a touchdown. And a touchdown, yeah. Silas Red and Helu played really well. Everyone played well, just about, except, except for, for one guy. Rambo except for Bakari Rambo, and he got cut! Yeah. Woohoo! I'm so happy about that. I feel bad for the guy. I'm over it now. Yeah, so... Dude, didn't we get about? a call? Didn't we get a phone call from uh from Will in Maryland talking about that and we all did. those sacks? We got a call from him, but I couldn't figure out how to download it. I could try to play it, but I don't even know if it'll come through the way the system's set up. Uh, Can you hear this? Yo, yo, yo! What's up, fellas? Can you hear him? It's the fifth. I can hear him on a Monday after the game. Man, I mean, I'm not sure how to feel, man. I mean, I'm glad we got our first win of the season. You know, I'm glad we beat the brakes off the team for once. But it was the Jags, so I'm not happy about that. You know, <laughs> definitely not happy. I bet he's about refreshed. Our two stars going down. I bet he's refreshed. You know? I bet he is refreshed. Um, but I am happy about the ten sacks. I was thinking overnight, like, what word could I use for ten sacks? It's not refreshing. You know, ten sacks never happened. <laughs> At least with us. Never happened. Hell legitimate. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I can help me figure out a word for ten sacks. Did he just we say it was legitimate? Ten times. Probably a red skin record. If he no, did, then that's the word we're gonna use. Ten sacks. I like it. Bagged it. Bagged it. I like that. Bagged it. But other than that, man, you know, like I say, legitimate. You know, I'm, 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 I'm Blown that that grip went out, but you know what, man? This is so funny because you know a while ago I was talking with someone, and I remember they referred to Griff as Robert Cripple the Third. And at the time, I was like, man, get out of here! I was offended. I was offended for my team. I was offended for Griff. But now that I think about it, that's exactly what he is. He is a cripple. He's Robert Cripple the Third because every oh, time man. he runs, every time he jumps. Every time he does anything, you cringe hoping that this dude doesn't get hurt. You cringe hoping that this dude gets up off the turf. And, of course, what happened yesterday, out there doing his thing, you know, and tinkle. So, now this is probably, he's probably going for the whole season. You know, but like I said, you know what? I honestly never once in my imagination would I be happy to see a backup quarterback come in. Because, you know what, fellas? Kirk will get it done. I don't know what our record's going to be. I don't know if we're going to get to the playoffs. But you know what? Right now, he's playing better than Griff. Everybody knows it. Everybody right now. sees it. But, of course, since we gave up the farm to get Griff, we have to play him. The dude is playing better. 
okay? Like I said, grip. Like I said, he's like a Jaguar. You know what I'm saying? You can take him out, put him on the road, drive him fast, but eventually you're going to lose control and wreck it. And that's what happened. <laughs> Dirk, he's like a good, reliable Buick. Oh, he means you know, he's a Buick. In the pocket. He won't break down. He, he just picks defensive parts. And, you know, you know that you rely on him for a good 10, 15 years. Just like, a, you know, like, you know. So, like a you know, Buick. I'm actually like a happy Buick. to see Kirk get his chance. You know, I think we're going to do well. I really do. You know. So that oh, was Will. Man. That was Will of Maryland, everyone. The fifth. And like us and Redskins fans everywhere, he's happy about the win. and Yeah. And depressed about, about three, even if, if – you know, whatever your view has been on three the whole time, it still sucks. I feel bad for the guy. I think he's going to bounce back, dude. Dude, I do too. I honestly do. But, And the again, prognosis on his injury, did we talk about this? No. What? Did we talk about the prognosis six to 12 weeks they're saying now? Yeah, yeah, and they're just going to hold him on a roster spot. He's going to take up a roster spot right now. It's cool he took up Bakari Rambos. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have Griffin on the roster with a broken ankle <laughs> I know, than Bakari right? Rambo on the field. I'd rather have Robert Cripple third on my roster for the whole season than Bakari Rambo anywhere around the greater D.C. Tri area, the Delmarva Peninsula, anywhere around the Virginia, Maryland, DMV, West Virginia. Get him out of here. Guy's horrible, dude. Mountain Mama. Anyway, what else do we want to talk about here? Well, what's on our, our itinerary here? O line report. Uh Franco American SpaghettiOs. Show them your O face. The O line report with Jonathan Adams. You know what I was thinking about this today? We should change the O-line report to yeah. the, the BFF of the week. The BFF of the week. <laughs> yeah. Big fat fatty of the week. Big fat fatty. All right, here's my O-line report. For all you, you Gen Wires. Uh, it was hard to find that much fault. They gave up a few sacks. I think Tyler Columbus sucked as usual. Well, he is the weak link. And Trent Williams had a costly penalty. He had two penalties, I think. Yeah, one of them was kind of BS, though. That one down at the goal line? Yeah, and, and I love it whenever he gets penalized, too. I hate it, but he's so funny because he's still like, he's this big, huge, like, beast of a man. But he's always just like, oh, man. Well, he's, the, he's like, what did he's he do like at the child. goal line? Do you know? He got a personal I, foul. I don't remember. I do I, not remember. He must have, like, cussed out the ref or something. Maybe. Because I didn't really see him do anything. Maybe. Well, they say that, yeah. Did he get a false start also? Or a hold? I don't remember what was the second one. I don't know. Maybe somebody somebody can uh, write in and and let us know, like, uh, at Boston Skins or at Warner J33, who were jumping on the the Jeremy Jarman, Jarvis Jenkins uh, debacle from last week. (laughs) debacle <laughs> it was a debacle oh yeah dude and aaron the guy that you thought was michael westbrook is named malcolm kelly remember him now? oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. malcolm kelly Thank he you. did look like michael did someone westbrook. write in about that too 
uh, uh, I think Warner J thirty three also did that one. He was Malcolm just like you're thinking of Malcolm Kelly. Malcolm like, Kelly yeah. and Devin Thomas. Michael West guys. broke Stephen Davis's face in that fight in training camp. Oh, yeah. That guy was violent, man. Do you remember that? Yeah. Did you ever see film of that? No. Because there was like film of it with sound, and there's no music or anything. It's like they got they like had a tussle, but it was like Michael Westbrook basically grabbed him and put him on the ground. I guess I just remember him beat Stephen Davis was on the ground, and Michael Westbrook was over him, and you just heard. And he was just pounding him in the face, man. Dang, that's messed up. That's like that's like jail, in my opinion. But anyway, Michael Westbrook eventually, once he got his way out of the NFL, uh, became an, an MMA fighter. Did you know that? You told me. He had a me. lot of unchecked aggression, man. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what does that have to do with this team? Um, we're about to talk about the injury report. No, I'm still on the O-line report. Sean Laval. Oh, my bad. He had a false start penalty. I believe he did. But overall, they did a pretty good job compared to last week against the uh, Houston Texans and J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. Yeah, so who gets the J.J. Watt of the week? For the Jaguars? Nobody. I don't don't think anybody deserves it. Maybe that that dude that burned Jakari Rambo. Or no, the guy that burned um, uh, Columbus once or twice. Yeah, I don't think they had make. two or three sacks. Yeah, I don't think anyone on their team really deserved it. Though, yeah, seriously. we're not giving out the JJ Watt. Award. No one gets a Watt award this week. Watt award. So anyway, we're past the other line report. And yeah, injury report. Uh, Josh. Injury report. Uh, do I have to play the sound effect for that? Nah, Josh doesn't hear. He'll he won't be here. To All right, you injury report. Here we know he what has it is. Got time for the pain. We've already Party mentioned. Three. RG3, who's got a dislocated ankle with no fractures, and he's going to be out, best-case scenario, 6 to 12 weeks. Yeah. And Deshaun Jackson, John's fragile dog. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if he's really injured. He might be faking it because he doesn't. he's too scared to go play his old team. No, dude. He's already come out like in the press this week and been like, I feel much better, and I'm playing this weekend. Oh, with really? With a sprained shoulder. Yeah, he didn't dislocate it or anything. It was just a sprain. He says he's playing. I don't know if that's just talk, you know, so they'll prepare for him and then he's not there. But, you know, I think he's a lot like Jason Hatcher. He's looking forward to those two games against the Eagles more than anything else. And I think Jason Hatcher is looking forward to those two games against Dallas more than anybody else or any other games. Oh, yeah. Because they've got both of them have got a bone to pick with their uh, former employers. Well, if they don't, um, you know, yeah. if they so, don't anyway. plan for him, they got a plan for my dog Ryan Grant. So well, I tell you, hands in the NFL. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. And I wonder if uh, number eighty nine is going to be active. Oh, they already said he was. Jay Gruden did in his post game interview. Yeah, if he should no, if Deshaun Jackson couldn't go, he said that's true. Man, I tell you what, Santana is hold is is. He's taking it like a man, getting uh, deactivated for these games. I'll tell you what. Anyway, yeah, it should be an interesting matchup. It, I don't know if uh, Chip Kelly is going to be ready for this defense. That I don't know if he's going to be ready for it because they're like a hundred times better than last year. Well, I tell you what, I think I think it could be a perfect storm. They'll be like RG three is out, 
you know, the Redskins, they had that blowout victory against the Jaguars, but so did we. They suck. We scored 34 unanswered against the Jaguars in the first week. Yeah, they were also um, down 17 at nothing against them. Well, they've had two 17-point comebacks. They did the same thing against the Colts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. sitting here saying that I'm I'm hoping that they uh, underestimate us for this weekend, but I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't either. I have a really bad feeling about this weekend with Sunshine back there. I think Sunshine Kirk Cousins is going to get destroyed, to tell you the I'm truth. Re- yeah, on the right side. I think Sunshine is going to get his bell rung a couple of times up in here, unfortunately. Hopefully we oh. won't, don't end the game seeing Colt McCoy. Yeah. Then you that, know who they're going to bring in if that happens. Do I have to say it? <laughs> In fact, I think he already got signed today. Dude, you're so full of it. Aaron texted me yesterday. He's like, dudes, we signed our G1. <laughs> somebody somewhere, there was, there was talk about that on Twitter, and somebody somewhere was just like, no. No, it was on comments or something about RG3 being hurt on a story. And someone was like, oh, here comes Rex Grossman. Someone else was like, I think he's with the Browns. It was like, dude, he was the fourth string quarterback with the Browns. Fourth, he didn't even play in the preseason game against us because he sucked so bad. That's hilarious. And yes, he got cut by them. I don't think he got cut by the Browns. He did get cut by the Browns. I think he. You talking to me to like retire. you don't? You think I don't know what I'm talking about? I never mess up. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> as I type in Rex Grossman on my keyboard, see if. He is in I fact, think our only chance to win this game dude, is Dude, 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 dude. Rex Grossman is currently a free agent. I know you're pumped. I know you're pumped because I told you he's going to hang out like a roid and end up back on the skins by the end of the year. That would suck. You know who would love that? Although I tell you what, Cleveland Browns, his Wikipedia page says he's a free agent, but according to NFL.com, he's on the Browns. <laughs> You know who Dude, what is that? up? Does anyone know anything anymore? Did we have like 10 sacks or 12 or what? Did Jason Hatcher have one and a half or two and a half? What the hell? People, update your stuff. Dude, do you know who would love it if RG3 was back on the Redskins? Do I need to RG3 say RG3 or RG1? RG1. What did I say? Three? Three. If RG1 know. was back on the Redskins... Will in Maryland. Will in Maryland. <laughs> right now he's gone. Right now he's gone. What? He's like, you are a loser. He's like dialing in right now on the hog line. <laughs> By the way, you can reach us on the hog line like Will did if you call 177 Harry Hog. Yeah, that's H A R R Y H O G. Yeah, you know what? We never like plug our stuff. We got to f- remember to do that. Like, you can follow us on Twitter at Harry Hog. Dude, we didn't even mention our longtime benevolent sponsor. Oh, how do how could we be remiss? Wait, it's because we were too we mad were at Josh for bailing out at the last second again. We'd like to give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. Yes, sir. And in fact, we're about to go into the commercial so you can hear him. And when we come back, we're going to give our game balls and kicks, and then we're going to round this thing out. Yes, get sir. Ready for yes, the sir. game against Philly and try not to get batteries thrown at us on the way into the stadium. Yeah, right. That that's that's always a problem there. Um, yeah. At Desmond C. Lee, too, if you want to follow him on Twitter, because Desmond C. Lee one was hacked. You are listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Desmond C. Lee presents. In 2014, a crack arena football coach 
was sent to Washington, going commando, to take over a team for which he didn't draft. This team promptly escaped from the maximum security stockade known as the Shanna Plan to the Landover, Maryland Underground. Today, a championship is still wanted by fans everywhere. This team survives as soldiers of Washington, and they have cost Dan Schneider a fortune. So if you have a problem, if no one else can help your football team, and if you can find him, maybe you can hire the JT. Smith, RG3 as Face, Logan Paulson as Murdoch, Logan Paulson as B.A. Baracus. <laughs> Josh loves his tight ends, man. Yeah, speaking of tight ends. How about Niles Paul? Mr. Oh, yeah. Sideline yeah. Wiener Man is what he said. Outside <laughs> <laughs> the stadium, peanut seller. All right. Tell me what you think about Niles. Uh, I thought Niles had a career day. Didn't he have like eight catches? Well, let me see, Josh. How many catches did Niles have? Hundred yards, I'm pretty sure. What, what did Niles have, Josh? Niles. Niles. Josh Niles. is here, dude. Oh yeah, as usual. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. He had eleven, no, Who eight, ca- that, eight catches, ninety-nine yards, and a touchdown. And Aaron always wants to give him his kick in the ball. That's pretty career. That's pretty career for Niles. And we'd yeah. be remiss if we didn't point it out. But speaking of, it's about that time to go into those, dude. You ready? I think it is time. Let's crank it up, dude. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Hold my damn balls. <laughs> this week's... uh. Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by uh, Joshua C. Joshua C. Allen. Esquire. Hacked. All right, dude, what do you have for this week's Kicking the Balls? This week, kick, week's Kicking the Balls. For me, do you, do you even have to ask? <laughs> Bakari Rambo! Hopefully this is the last time. Well, it's not going to be the last time we mention him on this podcast because he's now the new Daryl Pounds. And we still mention Daryl Pounds from like 20 years ago. From like, yeah, almost 20 years ago. But yeah, Bakari Rambo, you are cut! You're not going to be cut. Cut! 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 You are a loser, sir. Okay. Oh my, so cut. <laughs> bye bye, Chachi. <laughs> so, Aaron, would you like to give yours? Yeah, I would like to give my kick in the balls award to number 84, Niles Paul, for dropping yet another wide open pass. 
Dang. That's that's some cold. That's some cold mess right there. And I'd also like to give another one to you. To D'Angelo Hall. He got or that argument. He had the argument and he got burnt. And he did that thing where he came flying in and got that penalty. <laughs> so those are my two. But I have to say, I'm being nitpicky because uh, pretty much everyone played pretty well except for them and Columbus. And you were nice enough to give me the uh, the, the Bakari cut because I really, really wanted that one. Oh, can I point something out real quick before I forget? Yeah, was, sure. Was Tress Way doing all the kickoffs? Because if so, that's working out better. You know, I don't think he started on the kickoffs, but I'm not sure. He did end doing them, though. Yeah, so I don't know if, if Kai Forbath tweaked his leg again. What was it, his groin that, muscle? His right groin. I don't know if he tweaked that again or if they just decided, hey, this Tress Way dude has a – he can just do the kickoffs. And maybe that's why they got him real quick when he got cut because they're like, oh, he can kick off. Our problems are solved. Maybe. He apparently has a booming leg. So, yeah. The special teams were on it this week. (laughs) Anyway, uh, speaking of, that's. Wait, who is Josh giving his to? Didn't he text him to you? He texted me. uh, You'd think that he was going to give his kick in the balls to, uh, uh, I don't know, Alfred Morris or someone like that. But his kick in the balls in true Josh fashion, dude. Kicks to RG3's fragile body. That's who he gave it to? That's a quote. Oh, man. That's not quite as bad as kicking Sean Taylor for being murdered, but it still goes in the in the uh, questionable Josh Allen, the Josh Allen questionable kicks uh, file to be brought up again at a later date. He's never going to live down the fact that he gave one to Sean Taylor when he got killed. Yeah, that was pretty weak. He must have been really drunk that day. Anyway. That matters not. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Award brought to you by Joshua C. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'll give my Game Ball. Man, I'm really surprised. Just, Josh, just flip did, a coin, dude. I know. I'm a, I need like a 20-sided coin. You like need like a of, roulette wheel. Like, yeah, right? Right? <laughs> where, the ball, where the ball stops, nobody knows. Except I'm, um, I'm going to give mine to Sunshine for coming in. And even though it was against the Jaguars, they all drive Jaguars. Um, it's, he still just like hopped right in there and threw a touchdown pass like on the very first play, didn't he? To Darrell Young, his where very he was like first college. Pass. They ran it yeah. first, but yeah, his first yeah, pass. yeah, the first pass, and and it, it was he was like college wide open. You don't see guys that wide open in the NFL very much. That was like a college game, watching that, and you know, let's see how he does. Yeah, so I'll give him my game ball um, because he didn't cost two firsts in the second, especially. Aaron? There's a lot of um, obvious people to give it to on the defense. But there's one guy that's not so obvious that I want to give it to, and that's David Amerson. I thought he had a really good game, and he's so sure at tackling now. And he takes good angles, and he's just, I think, better (laughs) every week. He's the anti-Bakari. No, I mean, he, he, 
if he goes to make a tackle, he makes a tackle. He doesn't get shedded off like a lot of cornerbacks. He's 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 pretty big for a corner, and I think that helps. So yeah, absolutely. His stats on the day, he had four solo tackles and two passes defended. Yeah, he had a solid day, and I don't remember any penalties on him either. He might have had one. I want to say there might have been one called on him, but I I, I just kind of remember them saying his name once. I just remember him like going to make that tackle. It was like probably a five yard gain, and he just like held on to the guy until the other dudes could get there to help him. Yeah, that was nice. I remember that. Where most cornerbacks wouldn't have been strong enough, they would have just got shit off. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that's uh, all right. Time for Josh's uh, game ball. Josh's quote was, "I give game balls to the whole team because I'm a slacker." So uh, his game ball is absolutely positively going to Bakari Rambo today. Mark it, dude. <laughs> All right, well, that's his prerogative if he wants to give the game ball to Bakari Rambo. Yeah, he said the entire team, so I think what he meant was pick someone from the entire team. Oh, remember when Nico was <laughs> keeping track of where game ball went? Is he yeah. still around? I, 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 I haven't guess. heard from him in forever. He does live in West Virginia. It gets scary out there. If you guys want to send us an email, you can do that at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Anyway, is that it? Does that wrap it up? I guess that's it. I lost in a fantasy football in the HHFFFL this week. My team sucks. And I think I won. No, you lost. Are you sure? Because I was one and one, it said. Oh, maybe you won. Yeah, because I was playing you. <laughs> you weren't playing me. Anyway, Not this week. I think that about wraps it up. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week um, after hopefully a victory against Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a tough one, dude. If, if there's any game for uh, Sunshine to get a trial by fire, it's like, all right, time for you to really put your big boy pants on now. Yeah. See what he can do. Thanks to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee Esquire, who we totally forgot at the beginning of the show. Our apologies. He's been with us for a long time. He's a huge Redskins fan. You can follow him on Twitter at Desmond C. Lee, too, because Desmond C. Lee won this hack. I'd also like to give a shout out to Mark Carter in the UK for giving me the heads up on the Cardi Rambo being cut. <laughs> Man. And awesome. And at Boston Skins at Warner J33, thanks for the corrections on uh, things we screwed up. Things we screwed up and not on purpose. That was fantastic. Uh, if you guys want to tweet at us, at Harry Hog, H A R R Y Hog. And also a shout out to, uh, of course, Will and Marilyn. Absolutely. You yeah. can call and leave a message at 77 Harry Hog. That's right. It goes great to an answering machine, so it's not like Aaron's going to pick up like while he's on the toilet and go, hello. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see Cowboys fan, you know what to do. Joke. Oh, my.